Hi, I'm Alyssa from the Cointus Collective and welcome to Cointus Conversations, our new podcast for chatting about the methods, magic and madness behind making theatre with a range of emerging and established companies and creatives. This first series of conversations aims to answer the question of how we create theatre in response to climate emergency. Our show, Freak Out, will be at Vault Festival 2023 at the Network Theatre, Waterloo, London, on the 18th and 19th of March. It follows a community facing the loss of their homes as a result of coastal erosion, accelerated by climate change. Our process of going back to our show to rework and reinvestigate it in preparation for Vault inspired us to open up conversations for sharing creative approaches, inspirations and aspirations when making work that addresses, reflects and confronts climate change. This episode, I'll be talking to Yellow Hat production members Maddie and Theo from the play, the play with a really long and slightly poetic sounding title that's actually a bit too long, but that's okay because it's about something important or She Howls Kelp, also performing at this year's Vault Festival from the 11th to the 12th of March at the Pitt Leak Street, London. She Howls Kelp is about creating theatre in response to the climate emergency and if creating theatre is enough if it's a selfish endeavour or a selfless endeavour. So, um, hi, yeah, I'm Melissa Thomas from the Cointos Collective, and with me today is... The uh, Toxic Stewart. <laughs> and Madeline Gray. Of Yellow Hat Productions. <laughs> hi, yeah. It's nice hi. to see you guys again. <laughs> um, Great, let's just jump straight in. Um, so we're obviously doing this interview because we're both doing vault shows um, and your show is uh, the show with a really long title, something, 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 or how she can't <laughs> 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 do, 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 do you want to say the actual <laughs> title? <laughs> Play with a really long, slightly poetic sounding title that's actually a bit too long, but that's okay because it's about something important or... She howls kelp. Yes. <laughs> Great. And I'm um, obviously doing Freak Out, um, which is a much less cool name, I have to say. I'm feeling a bit jealous. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we just wanted to start by like getting to know you guys. So um, how was Yellow Hat Theatre Company founded? I mean, how did you guys begin working together? Mm. Yeah. Um, well, Theo wrote a play um in 2018 19 19 yeah that's how we met that's how we met yeah yeah um and it was picked up to do a run at 503 mm-hmm. was it yeah yeah i don't know why i'm telling your story you carry on no, i like it I mean, <laughs> like a biography um, all right i'll tell you a story yeah. uh you wrote a play and uh our friend camilla mm-hmm. um, was the director with uh, her company cut record and um she cast me opposite you to play your sort of girlfriend boyfriend vibes yeah skip forward how many years three four years Mm -hmm. we are now together as real life girlfriend and boyfriend Um, (laughs) (laughs) and we run yellow hat productions together um and that's what came about sort of just over a year ago um i'd written a play for my friend uh jack um that we were going to put on at the vaults um, last year before it got cancelled. And to do that, you needed to put a um, company name down on the application. And (laughs) 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 we have yellow hats, so I wore it. And so I wrote it. And then um, I asked Maddie if, if you wanted to do it, to do it with me. Yeah. To be part of, make make stuff together. I had some producing 
uh, history. And yeah. so we thought, oh, we'll we'll just make something for this <laughs> for this show. And we've sort of decided to keep hold of it and carry on making making stuff and yeah. sort of like faffing about really <laughs> we keep toying with the idea of changing the name so if you have a better one let us know i like the name i like um like just intriguing theater names <laughs> <laughs> also we know from experience the difficulty of picking a theater name so um i would not go through that again um no, yeah. forever we tried a couple of couple months ago and it was we just... We had them all up post-it notes, like sort of around oh. around the office. And... and no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares what you're called at the end of the Doesn't day. Doesn't matter. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's true. There's, like a, there's a joy of like theatre names and that you can really be anything and like everyone's be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That works really well. Yeah. <laughs> I really yeah. like coin tosser. That's really good. <laughs> Are you jealous? Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you, Cointos is um, this amazing name that I think it was Sophia who came up with it in the end, where we did a whole day and we were doing like these days of like six hours of coming up with names. And we'd started with a really long list that we just kind of threw out there during this like dance activity we were doing. And we kept doing this dance activity, cutting down, cutting down the names and making people vote and then doing it again and then cutting down the names, and making people vote. And at the end of the day, we had two names and this is after weeks of discussion, but like this one day and we had two names that we that like either people loved this name and hated this name or they loved this name and hated this name. And it was like, we're never going to pick. And Sophia was like, we should, um, I think Sol was like, we should just do a coin toss. And Sophia said, we should just be called coin toss. And everyone just loved it. After like no, six no. hours <laughs> of trying to say names, we like, oh that's, that's always the way, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. <laughs> it was very much like, okay, no, no one change anything. No one say anything. This is it. We're done. <laughs> um, thank God. But yeah, it is a great name. Um, yeah. So don't ask me for name ideas because obviously mine won't make None of us <laughs> We work. need a happy accent like that. No, no I like yellow hat. I, I, I can abide it now. Going through the pain of trying to trying to, there's just a lot of yellow things now, and we've unknowingly tapped into yellow insert adjective of uh, here in companies. There's there's other yellow companies in there. Is there? Yeah, there's the, 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 the head shop people do yellow belly, and then there's a. But they're great though. They're great. <laughs> no, no, they've, they've all got great names, <laughs> as do we. Um, so that's why I saw changing it, but I think we'll just stick with it now. It's a good one. <laughs> so, so you guys just kind of creatively, I mean, romantically, which is a really cute romance story, but creatively on the creative side of things, just like clicked and then just kept going from there because that is awesome. Yeah, I mean, we sort of, that's how we met. I'm working on a show. So that's sort of how we, how our like relationship started, I guess. And then we just spend a lot of time talking about theatre and art and films and stuff so we thought oh we have do we have space? I think quite a similar taste yeah yeah I think especially for for theatre yeah I think so I think that was quite easy to sort of slot in yeah I mean I think because of the way the um coin toss was put together through the Made in Bristol program um mm. which is where you know nine people you audition and then I think it's like nine to twelve depending on the year people get kind of put together and you're like and they're like go make a show go creatively 
figure out who you are. Um, I mean, there was a lot more support than that, just to anyone who might yeah. <laughs> think you're doing Made in Bristol. There's a lot more support um, and you get some amazing practitioners coming in. But um, yeah, it means that you don't come together because you've got a shared um, like taste or shared creativity. Um, you kind of stay together because you work well together, which we really do. Um, but it does mean like a really wide range in tastes. Um, but to be fair, that is also like what's gotten me to try out new theatre that I've just ended up loving. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a, it's a, it's a, like a devil's advocate. No, devil's choice. Yeah. <laughs> One of those things. Um, okay. Um, talking of names, uh, obviously your name of your show, which I mm. couldn't say, um, is really long and beautiful and crazy. And I just want to hear the story behind coming up with that show name. The story is I was texting a friend and I can't remember if they text me this or I text them that. And But the autocorrect changed whatever yeah, I was trying. Them, yeah. yeah. Was it was it my one? Yeah, yeah, you were texting them. I was texting my friend Sam and whatever I was saying autocorrected to she house kelp and I was like that's a brilliant name and then I we have a recording of us I told Maddie about this idea of doing doing a show about people trying to put on a show about the climate crisis but really they're doing it because they want to be famous they want to be famous and it's about like them trying to make it and doing it for the wrong reasons and then and I was listening to that the other day actually to see if there's any if there's any good material in it um there wasn't unfortunately um (laughs) and that was about and then we just we were at um hacker on on south bank yes and i was trying to pitch you this idea i wasn't convinced to be honest not at the start, the start not i the wasn't start. um but i wore but you down <laughs> <laughs> you did and now we're doing the play now we're doing the play <laughs> i think that's sort of that's where is that where it came from that conversation of like um these two people just trying to trying to create something that is like really meaningful and then the title sort of being a satirical reflection of that. Yeah, I can't remember because like, I was aware at the time. So we weren't seeing each other very regularly and talking about it a lot. So I don't really know. I think I just it just remember, came out of your brain. I just remember that conversation at, at, on South Bank. I don't remember how else it like formed in that way. Like I don't know whether really long. I think that had been in my head for a while to a play. I think we joked about, wouldn't it be funny? You yeah. know, all these plays these days with these really long yeah. sort of titles and multiple titles within the play. It's very, it's quite funny. Yeah. Um, with all, you know, how can we do that? Yeah. And then she has Kelp just got tagged, but also plays that have two names. So, you know, it's like thingy, 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 or I'd like Frankenstein, one of them, I can't remember. It's like Frankenstein or a modern Prometheus. You know, they've all got like subtitles, yeah. which makes them <laughs> even more artistically interesting. Yes. Very creative. Yeah. So that's, that's that, and I think the the environment the environment um came out of kelp because I was like, oh, kelp, oh, kelp. a lot of people talking about kelp being the food of the future, sustainability, all of this, and there's kelp crisps now, and there's kelp this, and like, what if they just did the whole show and they were just selling the selling the the benefits of kelp for a, for an eco clean future? I might sound really silly, but club crisps. That is. Do you say club crisps? Yeah, you can get club help crisps. Help crisps. <laughs> club crisps. What's club crisps? I was like, what club are you a part of? <laughs> <laughs> We've got Seaweed our own kiss club. crisp club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> club crisps. That's a company name. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Um, 
yeah that's really interesting I, I mean I love the um text messages I mean again it's just sometimes the best names come out of nowhere and then they just stick and they just work because I think that I was I remember when I was when we first got into Vault I was scrolling down the festival page to try and find us um and I was disappointed how low down we were <laughs> doing one of the latest shows and um, I remember being like wow that's a long name when it's got past you it really stuck in my head and then yeah, they were like draw attention somehow it really changes the whole format of that excel spreadsheet um yes. it's very noticeable when we were getting our public liability insurance the company that we went with didn't have like a web form so i had to book it through them on the phone yeah and i had to spell it out to them for like five minutes and i was like the play I just, <laughs> just kept going I could just hear him on the other side losing it I think you either have the play I think you either have an idea for a play and you're like the title is really hard and you can't find it and you're like oh what's it called what's it called or you have a title first and first no play and no play and this is very much the last we've only just really got a play now haven't yes. we <laughs> we've printed it today <laughs> final draft today on monday the 20th of february That's not the final draft. <laughs> <laughs> no i definitely right because we, we had our whole play and then we were then we spent another day but names are not our strong suit i'll say that we spent another day trying to find the name for freak out um yeah. Did someone else did someone else just come up with that off the cuff at the end of the day as well? We did not get a miraculous freak out. Wow. No, it was a lot of vetoing each other. Um and like this is a ridiculous name, guys. Or like, oh I love this one, but like it sounds too much like this. Or um yeah, and I think freak out, I was I personally I was a bit worried of freak out because they're the song freak out. Um mm. everyone was like, let's just lean into it and for our first for our first run, which is at Bristol Vic, Freak Out was one of our pre-show songs. It was the last pre-show song. Um, oh, which I, uh, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that gels um, really well with me. I really, I really, I really like that name. And I like, it does remind me of the song, but I think, yeah. I think it works really well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think the argument was, that's kind of the point because we're, they're mm. at a party. So the song Freak Out yeah. is party song and so it makes sense which it totally does I just personally I was like well I love it now obviously because we've been like holding it for like over a year and it's like my baby now um my shared baby with like eight co-parents but <laughs> um yeah it was not the name was not <laughs> not the one for me <laughs> I'm glad everyone ignored me though um I can't remember what I wanted I wanted a pun I really wanted a pun actually um I love pun. names I think it's really funny but no one else wanted it. Um, but <laughs> speaking of titles and stuff, titles and stuff, it's great. Well done, Alyssa, great wording. Um, speaking of your really long title, um, like your marketing image, and I've said this before, your marketing image is so strong and cohesive and like your whole Instagram is like very satirical. Like you can feel the satire coming through before you've even gone to your show. Um, <laughs> So I wanted to ask, like, because obviously, you know, we've done, we've had to do all the marketing stuff as well. And it's been a process, um, like a very long one. I wanted to ask about your process, um, like your image and uh, you just explained the name, but like the description as well. How did you guys, did that did that just come like naturally to you guys? Or um, I think because I think I was sort of pushing the marketing. Um, I 
Yeah, because we sort of got into this area of, okay, it's about the climate crisis. It's about people trying to save the climate crisis or are they just trying to save their careers? Like, are they being ultra serious when actually it's stupid and really like unusual and funny? Like, you know, people trying to take themselves too seriously. That's definitely what these characters are doing. Um, And I liked the idea of the fact that they just are obsessed with seaweed or pretend to be obsessed with seaweed to make themselves look like better eco millennials um so I decided that we should go to the beach and went to Margate in Kent and we did a little sort of photo shoot with our friend Josh who runs Blackfish Productions um who's taken all the like um footage and stuff and also made our trailer which will be coming out soon yeah exciting Yeah, it's very exciting. Oh, Teaser. Yeah. Time it will already be yeah, out. <laughs> go and watch it on their Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, go and watch it. <laughs> no, because I loved um, I don't know if it's a teaser or just like you guys decided to go with it, but the the kind of video or on your Instagram of you're doing the photo shoot and they're like, okay, now look super serious. Um, <laughs> and that made me really laugh. <laughs> The funniest thing about that is that we were actually being serious at the time. Yeah, no, we I just started watching the material and it was so funny. And I was like, that is freaking hilarious. <laughs> Why are we behaving like that? It's, it's one of those things like you, you just focus on a thing and then you don't think it's silly and then you watch it back and it's, and it's really stupid. stupid. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, oh, the results are amazing. <laughs> I know, it's that, but we wouldn't have been able to do that if, like, if that was an idea. If we like, if we want yeah. back, we should have a video where we just look around and and right at the same time we went um, look at this direction or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. the magic of accident. It's it's all about finding the comedy and like yeah. just generally being a creative and how. <laughs> also, we think we're being very like smart and clever, <laughs> and we're just making we're just making like random stuff. But the Instagrams, yeah. all that's all madly. That's like her her baby because I don't understand I don't understand it (laughs) I just go Theo I've posted something on Instagram please share it with all your friends (laughs) if I was running it it would look like a 2012 Facebook wall or something like that (laughs) no that is definitely um Rosie from our group who you you don't think you've met um but Rosie runs our Instagram and um just keeps everyone in lines (laughs) (laughs) that's so Um, good (laughs) If you go to our uh, TikTok, that is me, and you can tell it's me because it's sporadic, un, un, unscheduled posting, um, and it's just me having a laugh using all the photos that we have, like our marketing photos. Um, no. Why we have like twelve subscribers, but that's fine. <laughs> but Instagram is our top of marketing. Our TikTok is like, oh, Alyssa made a video because she saw a trend and she thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have tiktok we don't no. have tiktok to be fair to me i i've had i broke my phone oh, yeah. um and i haven't had a phone i recently got my phone back and i haven't had it for like three months maybe so a long time, long time. For present day age or yeah and so i could only go on, on instagram and twitter on my laptop which made for a really good life but bad, bad marketing. <laughs> <laughs> the posts are quite sporadic now. Yeah, they are, yeah. <laughs> now that I have a phone back, I get in, I'm a bit more on top of things, but <laughs> we'll see. No, I think, um, yeah, I'm just 
part part of that generation um where <laughs> my whole life so <laughs> I made sense to join it and also I don't think TikTok is oh sorry TikTok I might get told off for this I don't think it's a very good market <laughs> um it's not 10 out, unless you're willing to like put money into it to get your videos boosted which we're not really um it's not the best and also I don't know how many people are on there who actually care about theatre um yeah there goes your sponsorship deal I know I know like the, the phone was ringing and then they just put it down they had to understand <laughs> <laughs> they really wanted it. it's not come out yet get out of here <laughs> my tiny account they really wanted it just can't afford it no um if you want to make a deal do it on instagram because it's the better one um <laughs> yeah marketing is so hard so i just i i wanted to hear how you guys did it because i was very jealous and i just think um the comedy behind like making theater like the whole now do serious now be sad now do this <laughs> and it's like you know to make good theater you have to kind of do these things but actually when you're watching it back it does just look absolutely ridiculous it's like what were we doing again and why did we like that um and you've got to laugh at yourself I mean I don't think you can be an actor or an actress without just having a laugh at all the silly things you have to do <laughs> but yeah I love it I love your Instagram <laughs> in case you can't stalking um and actually one more question about your Instagram and then I'm done I promise um is your description of yourselves on your Instagram is uh neurodivergent millennial snowflakes um <laughs> yes. is there a story behind that or is that just how you generally describe yourself <laughs> um I think I came up with that yeah it's not um, on my CV it's not on your CV <laughs> <laughs> um special uh, skills special <laughs> skills snowflake <laughs> um, I, I don't really know I mean, I guess we're both neurodivergent, mm-hmm. so um, that's also something we're quite passionate about. Um, we're both millennials, and a lot of people would call a us. A lot of boomers call us snowflakes. <laughs> like <laughs> your parents. Like <laughs> Sorry, mum and dad. Um, <laughs> you know, one of those classic like eco vegan. Like, <laughs> we're a parody of an idea. We're we are those people so and we fully acknowledge that and that's fine and that's yeah. funny so why not like shout about how yeah. much you are of yourself <laughs> love it <laughs> awesome so um you talked about how you got your title <laughs> from the typo uh and then we're like let's make a show about the environment environment and the climate emergency and everything um like what were your next steps what was like your process after that um did you just start writing or um, normally when we've done stuff before or I've done stuff before I've normally gone away written written it and then come back and shown it and been like what do you think is it is it good what well, what don't you like what do you like <laughs> um that's what we did for last year's well last year's play I did but we didn't get to do it in the end me and Jack sort of made it together like we did a week of workshops and then I um I just went away and wrote it but then this one we wanted to do more more collaborative between us two and um our director David um who cannot be here this evening because I didn't ask him to um (laughs) (laughs) forgot (laughs) oh my gosh um yeah (laughs) (laughs) if I'm listening I'm really sorry are you not? No. <laughs> um, yeah, so like that, with that, this time it was more 
I was quite stressed out because I've not done it this way before. Mm. Before December, I was like, the, the show is not written yet. Why is the show not written yet? <laughs> and I was very relaxed. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I've still got to write it, Mandy. <laughs> but then we started meeting a bit more. From, from January, we started meeting more, mm. more regularly mm. than we had been. We'd sort of been doing sporadic stuff of like, yeah. it could be this. It could be that. <laughs> okay, what is it? <laughs> yeah, I think we, we went on quite a few, like, like just the two of us before before we brought David on board, we went on quite a few like long walks where we mm. just chatted through all the ideas, um, like in a forest somewhere, <laughs> like just trying to figure out what we what it wanted, yeah, what it was gonna look like. And then when we started in January, because in the play, Taddy and Leo are doing their play called She Has Help about the climate crisis, and David and Maddie had the idea whilst I was in the toilet I came back and you're like you need to write she house kelp I was like oh okay yes. so we sort of wrote a version of that play as we think how we think Leo yeah. would have would have written it yeah. like what would he think is really good and from that we sort of built around yeah the actions of like when we're breaking out what's the st- and then what's what's happening between Taddy and Leo yeah and sort of try and do it, try and try and do it that way. Yeah, if you're clever, you'll have, you'll have worked out that we are Maddie and Leo. <laughs> they are Maddie and Leo. <laughs> big, big stretch this role. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's the play within the play, mm-hmm. and then outside of the play, and then maybe there's another layer. It's very meta. It's very meta. <laughs> there's two characters. Yeah. I won't confuse everyone. <laughs> With more character names. With more characters. <laughs> Two characters in the play within the play. Mm-hmm. And then Tanya and Leo are playing those characters. Mm-hmm. And then we are playing them. We are playing Tanya and Leo. So it's sort of I don't you can probably see on my on my wall actually. This is a bit of <laughs> yes. a bit of um, the three storylines. The three storylines sort of trying to coexist. Um not much happens with Maddie and Theo for a long time. <laughs> sort of forget about them. Um but yeah, no, it's definitely more like in terms of generating the the story and the um just the shape of it more collaborative than mm-hmm. I've done before. Mm-hmm. Not you that you've sort of done that a few times, which is why you weren't stressed out about it. Yeah, I kind of I mean, I've done like various work like make just making random stuff with random people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so it's a bit easier for me to sort of see how that would work as opposed to you who's like a writer lifetime. writer yeah. overlord in <laughs> <laughs> control of the situation my play <laughs> this is my joke <laughs> <laughs> so we all have quite a similar sense of humor so i think we all yeah. just go yes and what if they do this yes and what if they do yeah. that there's very rarely someone goes oh, that's a that's a we, I think we also really push each other to be the stupidest, yeah. stupidest we could possibly be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether that's helpful or not, actually. <laughs> yeah, we're quite lucky in in in, in David um, that we've all, again. He's also got a, a very similar, mm. especially comedic tastes. Um, like I think I'd say our film taste is a little bit different. Um, mine and his, I don't know about yours, but a lot of the um, a lot of the because we did a, a comedy short film together as well um that we haven't finished yet <laughs> uh, just my mind just drifted off into a void um, yeah, making short films really hard guys yeah but the um 
yeah so like he uh, there's a lot of silly silly ideas being thrown but again like trying to figure out what if the if the audience you know, we, only, we all want the audience to have a good time and have, have yeah. a laugh and yeah have a, definitely but like if there is a moment hopefully where they actually connect to what's going on and mm. and and maybe even feel something feel <laughs> something what could that bit be and we, we still haven't quite figured that out but that was always sort of one that we mm. we start rehearsals properly tomorrow actually which is exciting yeah. um so i think we'll find it we we'll that's like a fix it fix it in the edit thing we're like yeah. we'll fix it yeah. absolutely absolutely that is the way that i feel like every show I've done that is how it has happened um you've got your script and you've got your idea and then you get in the room and you're like this doesn't work or this works really well and you're like this stays this goes cut 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 edit 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 um I say that because <laughs> in case you can't tell I'm not a writer so in my head the writer goes home and just cuts and edits and it's just kind of magically fixes overnight and then I've got a new script <laughs> A little yeah. shoebox writer. <laughs> That's what happened to you, dear, yeah. isn't it? We, we had a draft and then we all played around with it in the room and then we went, yeah, we like this, but what if it actually was like this? Well, was none of that. And then we had to and... send you back to your little... <laughs> little so you always play with your play, but now we're not going to use any of it. <laughs> and I definitely think, like, with the connecting to the audience, it's always, it's always a hit and miss. You, you're never going to know until you're in that room. Um, and either they're laughing with you or they're like silent and it's like this was meant to be funny <laughs> please laugh it's funny, yeah. <laughs> yes. it is, it is scary like we we've mostly just done before we started yellow hat drama mm. well i had at least a little with writing and that's it's a lot of safer territory because there's not a vocal reaction to how they're how much they're enjoying it you can't really tell like, and they can just say they enjoyed it that's like well, why didn't you laugh the whole time <laughs> yes very sort of uh like what's the word exposing yeah being in a, being in a comedy uh yeah. when you know there's like written laughs and like it's quite it's quite a challenge and I'm excited to see if it's funny <laughs> it's a ball book cotton <laughs> it pays up yeah but... so is, is this your guys first comedy well we did the we did the short film hmm. which is a comedy yeah so and then pure comedy. now yeah that's straight up comedy and then I've written a lot of comedy just like outside mm. of this, outside of Yellow Hat, just mm. like short stuff. Was Adaptation Game wasn't very funny, was it? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the Adaptation Game was uh, basically we, Yellow Hat Productions, we partnered with um, the Visibility Film Festival um, and we did a sort of uh, performance night as part of Chew Boys Chew Fest at the Lion Unicorn um, last year, um, where we took um, some of Visibility Film Festival's like um, award-winning um, films and we adapted them for the stage. So we sort of did a verse adaptation because a lot of people do like theatre to film. Um, yeah. So we wanted to see how we could sort of switch it back. Um, and I think, uh, no, we did, we had a physical theatre piece Performed by uh, mm. Luke Pittman, directed yeah. by Sam Briggs, which was really funny. Yeah. Really, really funny. And, but then also had a really sort of heartfelt moment at the end. Um, But like, I also do some acting mm. and I've done a bit of comedy acting, but I am excited to go back to it. Crappy chops. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> I think as long as I, well, I always live by it, if you're making a show that, 
or a film or whatever that you would want to watch. You can't do much more than that, really, because mm. they'll it'll find its audience somewhere yeah. as long as as long as you're making something that you enjoy and like. Yeah, I'd laugh yeah, at right. that. I'd laugh at that joke, even if no one else yeah. would. Then it's like, well, they didn't laugh, but it's right because I think it's funny. <laughs> that's the that's the self defense mechanism I use. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's one of the um lucky things about being part of like this massive massive we're not a massive group this group of eight is um because we're all crazy together and obviously everyone not everyone but we you know different senses of humor um there's always a laugh for someone or at least that's the hope I hope our audience is gonna um but also like I always try to remind myself that like I myself am not a laugh out loud person like laughing aloud in a theater I probably won't do it I'll probably go like hmm and like be very <laughs> like a very British like I'm amused but I'm not going to express that because I'm in public and I'm a British person so keep my face straight um, that is me to the ten so um, I always try to remind, remind remind myself that when we're performing is that um, yeah people people won't have but always have visceral reactions and I think it was off putting because our first show we had someone I don't know who it was in the audience who found us hilarious <laughs> it's like having like laughing fits and it was great because one it made you feel amazing as the as the actor but also it made like the whole audience start laughing as well I don't know if they were like just laughing because he was but he was very funny in the audience yeah. and and then the next night we didn't have this man come back <laughs> You bring him into the collective because yeah. he's got yeah, a sure. <laughs> like, can you please be our audience plant? Um, and it just meant that, like, there wasn't this kind of like visceral reaction the second night. And it was, I think I'm mixing up my nights, but it was like, oh, oh, is this wrong? And then the next night again, Rosie had her work colleagues come in and they were just having a party on the side of the stage. <laughs> and it just, it made me like, it is just so like touch and go with your audience like you never know until you're like and and also a lot of the things that you find funny you might realize oh I realized this a few of the things that I found really funny I only found funny because it was like an in joke because I'd been there when it was made and it was funny because of how it was made um and yeah (laughs) that is the curse of theater yeah (laughs) I think that's that's a line we're trying to tread because the the show is sort of a satire of of theatre and especially like fringe theatre that you sort of just see at the vaults or at Edinburgh or like wherever I think trying to trying to find jokes and a like and a comedy language that is taking the piss out of it but is still accessible to someone who doesn't go to the theatre all the time and isn't as aware of like these tropes or whatever that's a line yeah 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 not leaning too heavily on niche jokes that Mm -hmm. only like like people in their early to mid twenties who go to yeah. the fringe theatres will know about. <laughs> but also, if we do have one, then balancing it out with okay, then we need a joke that is it a universal. Yeah, everyone's yeah. Those sort yeah. of like we can. You're in the, it's a give and take of those. Yeah. But also, like you, you, you try to you try and set your jokes up, but people always laugh at bits you didn't think were funny. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like the things you weren't intending to be a joke, and then the ones you do will fall flat on the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest laugh get nothing. Get nothing. And the throwaway thing you said. Like, you have one that I'm. I I really am worried. Not worried. No, I'm not worried. I'm. I'm interested to see what apprehensive. Well, I'm just interested to see if it is gonna land. Yeah, because it's like a big. It's a big finisher. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know which one you mean. Um. Oh. Rhymes with. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, yeah, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> <I'm ruining> it. <laughs> no, it is so hard to like self regulate almost whilst um, like creating. Like you, I, I I find myself very funny, and this is like I have to become very aware of. Um, is that <laughs> I find myself very funny um, in my head and out loud, and others do not. <laughs> people do not get my jokes but I do feel like um like the theatre kid joke like theatre kids is quite a common joke I see a lot like people making fun of theatre kids so um yeah it might be funny just to see theatre kids make fun of themselves I think I'd find that very funny um I feel like people that don't do it go will we'll, they'll see that we're taking the piss out of a stereotype that they can at least recognize yeah even if they don't get what the jokes some of the jokes like more if like I don't get what that specifically is, but they'll see what it's doing. I think yeah. for me that like I don't need to I don't need to like know the niche punchline of the joke to find it funny because I'm like, oh that's what it's doing. Like I can I can make the leap. Mm. Hopefully. Mm. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I can make the leap. I just laugh at anything. <laughs> I bet it's really funny. I bet, I, and I'll be there for, what, for at least one night, so I'll laugh really, really loudly. <laughs> what you mean is just like, you. like you need like that guy you had. You just need someone like to laugh to straight away. Yeah, like <laughs> breaking the seal of the laughter to yes. so everyone knows that they are yeah. allowed to laugh. Allowing the audience to understand that they are they. You can laugh, yeah. guys. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You really need that person. Or you need someone that you know who has a loud laugh, yeah. Yeah. Or someone you don't know who has a loud laugh, as the case may be. <laughs> so with the climate emergency stuff, so so we got our kind of inspiration for climate emergency from um, our stimuluses, which was one of them was a podcast where someone's house fell in the ocean in a podcast, and that's kind of where we started. And we just started researching. It was like um, an endless pit of this issue that I you know you don't really hear talked about um but what about you you guys because you 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 your inspiration was this title which was a typo and a text which I love um so did you just instantly think of the climate crisis or was that like a process or was it something you've been thinking about for a while and it was almost like you just found the perfect title for a show that you've been considering I always knew I wanted to do a show or live in my mind for a while loosely to do a show that was sort of taken taken like about people that were trying to make an quote-unquote important show just to just to to further their career sort of thing um but I didn't necessarily know what that was about and I was kind of just on the on the back on the back burner of the of the mind brain um for a while and then I think when the kelp thing happened we've been <laughs> you talk about it like it's a massive event <laughs> I remember but it, it, really, well. it really changed you. July You thought it was the funniest thing you'd ever read in your whole life. I know, I, I did. I really did. And yeah, that's the thing. It just made me laugh so much and I just couldn't understand that Matthew wasn't laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think we wanted to do something where I was like, okay, well, who are we? What could we do, like, a show about? What could we write mm. about? Or what, what, like, what is a... If we were, if we were these people and we wanted to make a show that was about an important issue like mm-hmm. what's a really important issue and like obviously just you just leave to climate change and it's like mm-hmm. they could write that they could write something about that they could pretend they were really or convince themselves that they were more mm-hmm. eco-conscious than they actually mm-hmm. than they actually were mm-hmm. and then having the kelp as this vehicle of like for something to focus their attentions is exactly mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, yeah but also on the flip side of that we, we are also quite passionate about <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So it yeah. sort of 
made sense for through us for yeah. them to choose this topic um but I mean I think we I think maybe we chose it because it's I don't know for me it's something I'm like pretty passionate about um <laughs> and then them choosing it for a different reason I think it's quite the funny yeah sort of dual thing there yeah because the whole point of the play to a certain extent is like do these sort of plays make a difference like yeah so it's like we want to want to do something about something we cared about to explore that in mm. certain in certain light. So we're, there's no point doing something about that. If if it does that turn out to make a difference, then there's no point doing something about a show that you don't care about just for the just just for the, the lols, the shit that kind of Yeah, like there's no point doing it. Yeah. And like, I guess our, our question is does like does theatre actually can theatre make a change? Like can it change people? Can it change the world guys <laughs> um, so even if even if it's they've chosen this topic to get rich and famous mm-hmm. and like get clout and like have everyone really love their show we've also asked we're also asking if it if it can change and if it can then maybe you'll think about the climate yeah. as well as thinking about theater at the same time i think it's important to like i always wanted to write about the environment but i've never really known how to without making without accidentally turning into Taddy and Leo, if you know what I mean. Yes. I, I couldn't find my way in of like, how do I write a show that for me would actually connect? And then once the, once the kelp day happened, July 24th, <laughs> 12 p.m. Was it? No, I don't know. <laughs> 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 it's only the record, I can find out. <laughs> I can find out. No, don't <laughs> And realising that, oh, it is something we could laugh about. Like, obviously, it's really serious. It's really sad. It's mm-hmm. something, like, actually a lot, you know, connecting to people through... Through comedy. Through comedy. Um, can be very, can make something more accessible. And actually, yeah. you can Trojan horse a lot of other stuff in behind, mm. behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully. Absolutely. That's what, that's what we... That was a lot of our discussions as well, is, like... um you don't want to be alienating your audience by like forcing these kind of emotions of like, this is terrible. We're all going to die. And this is horrible and be sad, be depressed. Um, yeah, and that yeah. just doesn't, doesn't inspire anyone to make a difference. Yeah. Um, and actually he's probably just going to be like, well, that's scary. Anyways, what's for tea? <laughs> um, yeah. And actually what you want exactly. more is like to, to start a conversation um, yeah. instead of like almost ending one. And I think like we just, we talked a lot about, Maybe, maybe I just did and this is in my head but for me what was really important was um like making sure that you don't like blame you're, you're not blaming your audience like you're not saying you're the reason this is terrible and the whole world is burning and humanity deserves to die and we're horrible and you know I think it was, it's more like look at this we can do something about this but hey pay attention <laughs> yeah. yes if we yeah. all know it's bad, like everyone yeah. knows it's bad. Like yeah. what else do you have to say about that? It's... Yeah. How can you help create change? Yeah. With, like being both like guys need to do something, but also, yeah, like you said, not like we have the answers. Preaching. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Cause because even then, like, do we? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. If we we didn't have questions. Accidentally. <laughs> accidental answers if we have the answers 
Yeah. And, and I think, also uh, June 20th, um, was so everyone's aware. June 20th. The, the day of the kelp texts. <laughs> and it's like, I feel like that needs to be part of our show, the, the day of the kelp texts. Well, we did have a, I did have a, rec- I, I have a, a recording of me trying to pitch the play to Maddie, where she, where she was quite lukewarm about it. And I went back and listened to it the other day to see if there was anything we could airlift from it to put into the play. It wasn't. <laughs> but I was like, this is a great idea. Back then I thought it was gonna I thought it would be a quite an interesting idea. I like I like the sort of multimedia vibes. I thought, wouldn't it be funny if we record ourselves now chatting about the play and then later we put it in the play and then it's like a super meta, like us reacting to old us. Yeah, the opportunity to shoehorn that yeah. in. <laughs> Literally. Me. No, for me as well. I was like, that's a great idea and it would have worked. But also I was thinking, I was like, there's no way the audience would know that that was actually recorded. We could have been acting. We could Which have. we all want to do. We could have been acting. Yeah. Because um, because you guys do, obviously, you've talked about doing film and stuff as well as theatre. Um, you just mentioned, like, multimedia. Are you guys going to be using any multimedia in your show? Um, or is that a secret? <laughs> not a secret. Uh, not a secret. No, no. No, your face was like... <laughs> That's because I haven't tested the kid yet. <laughs> if the kid works, then yes. Uh, there's not a hell of a lot of multimedia. Not, not a lot. But um, we've got music. We've got music. Am I allowed to? We've got music. Yeah. Well, we've got music. I guess so. We've got music. We've got voiceovers. We do. Yeah, we've got voiceovers. A lot of audio multimedia. Audio. <laughs> Doesn't have to be multimedia. It was not there. It's like a tabby by the media. It was just a. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I just, I just, I just really liked it, and I, I, but I'm not sure if we could really. No, I would have loved to have had something in it. There was just not because also we're doing it in the round as well, so like trying to project onto something yeah. that all of the audience could see without like craning their necks or whatever. It was quite difficult to mm-hmm. figure out. Mm. And then we thought about getting one of those handheld ones. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't, we, well, I think once we saw the walls, we were like, this is where I'm quite... Once we saw the space, we sort of re-evaluated yeah. where we were going with it, which I think is quite a, a good thing, probably. Have you so have you guys done this show before? Yeah, yeah. so this is, this is our second run. So the first show was done, the first time we did it was done, we, we made the show in six weeks as part of the um, Made in Bristol programme at Bristol Vic. Um, it's kind of like the end project as you, you make a show together. Um, like an original show or oh, it doesn't have to be an original show but ev- every year has done an original show so um yeah and <laughs> um we started by bringing in all these like stimuluses that we heavily debated over um which was really interesting we did an rd on three of them and we chose um curse of the red death and this podcast that i can't remember the name of so sorry um <laughs> that the claudia sphere brought in and yeah, and then the show just kind of developed from there. And we did it at Old Vic and we asked for lots of feedback and it was a very mixed, not mixed, it was good overall feedback, but some really interesting bits that we thought were great. Um, uh, some audience liked and some audience didn't like and there's some very valid feedback. So um, a lot of this run to Bolt has been reevaluating and um rethinking like why we did what we did and also one of our members hasn't been able to come back to do the show so we're having to um work around that as well and um and also like we made the show in six weeks so it's great to have a few months to actually talk and think about what 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 we chose and why we chose it um especially because we were exploring with a new style um that we 
say new style like we made one up but I mean we didn't really but we kind of have um but that sounds really pretentious so I'm not going to say that but um like I said before about the like creative differences we were trying to figure out how to mix mix ours together and, and what's come out is this um like naturalistic non uh, surreal kind of mix which is it's beautiful I, I love it but um yeah yeah like it's a lot of discussions about like why we chose not to do what we wanted to do and like a lot of what we chose before was like let's push ourselves let's just see what happens and um yeah so it's been it's this it's been really good this, this is our second run and hopefully our best run so far and um who knows we might do it again uh, we've, we've been thinking about going to other festivals but um we might make something new i think that's the first thing you guys are gonna you're gonna, you gonna make something else something something else as well yeah I mean, I think the aim is that we're a collective. And so this, you know, we'll just keep creating new stuff. Um, but three, four, four of us um, are at uni um, and not in Bristol. And everyone else works, like everyone works um, in the company. Um, and but I think that's why we call ourselves a collective, because as Veronica says, um, it allows us to do things individually and still make them coin toss. So if one of us writes a show, um, we can always just bring it to others and be like, hey, guys, let's do this show that I've written. Um, and that's the great thing about being this collective. But um, yeah, hopefully we'll be making new stuff in the future. Um, who knows? See, Ben, um, ben is a writer, so he might always write us a new show to do. Um, hint, hint. possibilities are endless um because we're so new so this is like the yeah. fun scary part where it's like guys we got into our first festival and then also but what do we do afterwards oh but like this is amazing like let's, let's not put pressure on ourselves but also but we do want to do something right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great mix <laughs> middle ground isn't it being like emerging like creatives just trying to like get a foot in the door and seeing what where that takes you and how I you mean, get that, places <laughs> that is definitely part of these podcasts is um we're just stealing everyone else's stuff um <laughs> like please tell us how did you get to where you are um where, where did you start where do you finish how do you do um because we are just like babies of the industry and um it's it's so nice talking to people who um are also babies or have you know grown and they like they, this is like their like fifth time at vault and they just know what they're doing and it's like we're so cool and it's like ah teach us um so yeah I think that's, that was one of the major reasons you wanted to do this podcast we were just like um that's still people's thoughts and feelings but also let's make a podcast out of it because that sounds fun no that's not what we did <laughs> <laughs> edit um, <laughs> I wasn't there in the room when we decided why we did the podcast um, <laughs> I'm just doing it now so I've been told I'm a great podcaster I feel like after everyone hears stuff so they're gonna be like Alyssa stop podcasting but no, no, I, I, it is a lot of this podcast is about connecting with the greater community of yeah. the and learning from them. And maybe they'll learn something from us. But yeah. And I mean, everyone has a podcast now. So why not us? Huh? <laughs> we don't have a podcast. <laughs> we need a podcast. Okay. Well, <laughs> Maddie, get me a podcast. 
<laughs> you should totally start a podcast. I, I've had I've had some podcast ideas, but they don't tell them here. Someone else doing it. Okay. Embargo. <laughs> Get my pencil. Okay, go. go. Yeah. <laughs> I could be in our wheelhouse. I think. I mean, we also just like there's no like limit to what we want to make or do or we've done like short yeah. film we've done like scratch nights now we're doing a piece of theater as us but i think we'll just explore whatever hopefully whatever happens yeah yeah fingers crossed i mean that is like the beauty and the terror of doing like theater like this isn't it like you have all the options but you've got to pick one <laughs> you've got to yeah. do something and um yeah, but hopefully I can finish uni and then full-time be a Cointos Collective member and we become famous and make billions and billions and I can just, like, live in my pool house at the end of my days. That's the aim. Still at uni, my God. Here you are, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so much, so much hope. <laughs> um... No, like, I wish I was, I wish I was nearly as organised and, like, together and... Oh. not entrepreneur what's the, what's the word entrepreneurial maybe sure entrepreneurial driven I don't know when I was at that age of drama school like mm. instead of trying oh, well, to be an actor actually like I was just thinking about being an actor but I wish I'd like thought of trying to make work in your way and like that sort of thing and I wouldn't call myself organized or anything I think I've just been I've been very I wouldn't say just luck I have put the work in but also just very lucky um that like I knew about Maiden Bristol and I signed up to it and so I spent my gap year doing that and um I met like my team who like just happened to be kind of like a perfect fit like that is really lucky <laughs> that's like fate mm-hmm. um and then yeah like I'm not gonna lie this is the end of my 10-year plan so who knows what's next for me probably yeah. <laughs> lots of stress and anxiety so yeah. uh, like I've d- I had all these goals and I've done them all now and it's like I'm nearly 20 and I don't know what to do with my life um, yeah, nearly, try me nearly 30 mate you've got loads of time you've got at least five years of time <laughs> like 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 being young and being driven it's <laughs> got a 10-year plan i, know. I, I had it. a 10-year plan it's gone now what do you mean you had <laughs> done it. this is it this is the end of it this is i'm here i've done it <laughs> smashed it, smashed it. Oh, my days. i mean mad. part of my 10-year plan was also um to be like the youngest companion of doctor who um yes. at some point but i've lost that uh i was so upset when i found out <laughs> that Companions 18, I literally nearly cried. I was like, that's it. I'm <laughs> I failed at life. <laughs> well, you, could, you could switch it now and you could try and become the oldest companion. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Despite, no, they've had some old companions. They've got to wait a while. I'll have to be like 90 and like show up. Like, <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> but um, thank you so much for doing this with me. Um, do you guys have any more questions um, before? Yeah, well, I would say, like we mentioned earlier, that. um Blackfish made our to the photos for our poster and our social medias and our Instagram, but they also do a very, very reasonable and high quality show recording service. So get in touch, Blackfish Productions. I don't work for them. I'm not a sponsored one. This is not a sponsored podcast, but if you want to get this podcast, hey, just call us up. We'll add you on. You know, like. Yeah, you can always... <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Cointers Conversations. You can catch the play with the really long and slightly poetic sounding title that actually is a bit too long, but that's okay because it's about something important or She Howls Kelp at the pit, Leak Street, London from the 11th to the 12th of March. And come watch our show, Freak Out, at the Network Theatre on the 19th and 18th of March. Tickets are available on the Vault Festival website and you can follow us at Cointos Collective on all our socials to stay up to date with our next episodes, plus all our ongoing and future projects. See you soon.